Welcome to new episode of the India Independent Films podcast. This is Rahul Desai, a uh, film critic for Film Companion. I have with me as usual Uday Bhatia, film critic for Mint. Uh, unfortunately, Ishita won't be able to join us today. She's a little unwell. Uh, there's a flu going around the country, it seems. And I'm not talking about uh, politics here. Uh, we are on the Republic Day weekend and as promised, we are back uh, for the big release of the month and probably of the year. Uh, it's Hrithik Roshan's new film, Fighter, and it's Siddharth Anand's uh, second consecutive film on Republic Day weekend after Pathan last year. So he is pretty prolific for the kind of action filmmaker that he is, which is impressive and surprising. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, Fighter uh, stars Deepika Padukone as well, uh, Anil Kapoor and uh, uh, supporting cast, which we'll get to later. Um, Uday, would you like to uh, say a few words about what Fighter is about and also please describe your experience of watching the film because uh, I couldn't <laughs> believe it myself. Okay, I'll start with that because uh, it kind of took <laughs> up my whole day yesterday, which it shouldn't. But uh, I uh, very smartly uh, looked for the earlier show in Delhi and it was a 3D uh, thing. And I figured that, uh, yeah, they, I mean, it must be like a 3D film and all that. <laughs> Though, you know, the, the trailer hadn't really given any indication of that. But uh, I was like, sure. And, you know, time is money, so you book the earliest show. And uh, I turned up out there and um, five minutes into, uh, not even five minutes, like a minute into it, it was Brahmastra all over again. Uh, with, for me, which was basically that when I saw Brahmastra uh, in the press screening, the images were all weird, like the 3D was wonky. And I don't know if it was like that. I mean, it didn't seem to be like that for anyone else in the hall, but it definitely was for me. And same thing with Fighter. So I went and I went and sat in like three different places in the hall to see whether it improved, but it didn't. And I tried a different pair of glasses and it still didn't work. And uh, so then I just walked out after about 10 minutes and I went downstairs and I booked the next 2D show and then I roamed around for an hour in the cold uh, drinking cups of tea and then I went in and watched Fighters. So my day didn't get off to a great start. So you uh, paid twice to watch Fighter, which I, I've paid twice to watch Fighter. Responsible for the box office collections yesterday. Thank you for that. Oh man, yeah. They they must have thought I'm like I'm such a fan that I was overcome <laughs> the first time, so I just walked out and now I have to go right back in. That's I mean, so- if you'd shown up with a the Jai Shri Ram flag or something, you might have just gotten free entry. Oh, man, is uh, I just uh, so this is just a lesson that uh, just don't don't look for the 3D shows of uh, Hindi movies, I guess. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, luckily, this one is fairly straightforward. So, I can give you the summary in like two lines. Uh, it's uh, it it starts off with this warning of of jihad uh, in the name of Kashmir uh, by uh, uh, an unnamed uh, terrorist, and then uh, we kind of. Um, uh, go to this uh, team, top team of aviators being assembled uh, in in a Srinagar airbase, and uh, this includes um, uh, Rithik Roshan playing Patty, uh, this Shamsher Pathania, Deepika Padukone playing Mini, that's Minal Rathor, uh, uh, Karan Singh Grover playing Taj, Akshay Oberoi playing Bash. Etc. And they're under the leadership of uh, Anil Kapoor playing uh, Rocky. And um, I have to, we'll come to that later, but I have to say this was like the least fun anyone's had with Anil Kapoor in a while, (laughs) which is sad uh, because Anil Kapoor has absolutely become one of the most fun actors in Hindi cinema. And you'd think that they'd do like a lot more with him out here and they didn't really have a plan for him. They put him in a very bland uh, sort of gruff leader role, which is a waste, I think, of President Daniel Kapoor. But anyways, so uh, yeah, so this is um, this is taking place uh, post 2019. Um, 
I uh, and uh, uh, we basically see the team come together. Um, there's a bit of the you know the training modules of Top Gun, uh, though not as extended uh, as as either Top Gun or Maverick. And uh, then after that, they are on various missions as they start uh, dealing with this um, uh, new commander of Jaish. Uh, played by uh, uh, Rishabh Sani and um, yeah, and also the Pakistani leadership, uh, uh, which is sort of uh, shown as indistinct from Jayesh uh, and from the ISI and from uh, like Stonebelters. So it's just uh, it's all one big um, enemy for India to fight and um, the air dragons uh, unit is basically in the thick of it all the time. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> you want to, I mean, you want to talk about uh, the fact that it, of course, it gets triggered by the 2019 Pulwama attack, or at least a sort of version of that in this film, and uh, which is followed by a version of uh, the 2019 Balakot airstrike. Which is pretty much what Uri did a couple of years ago also. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the same thing. And a lot of things are similar actually in that a general election is coming up. Hmm. And you're basically taking a strike, uh, like, a, like a retaliatory strike from a few years prior and uh, celebrating the army in that. One thing I thought was quite interesting was that Uri places the government and the you know the the decision makers at the top in the government uh, also very centrally uh, in 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 the in the film like they're shown as taking the decisions and you know taking the hard calls and out here in Fighter uh, they don't really bother much with that like there's a few. There's one or two meetings where you're not sure like who's the defense minister, whether they're just some military brass or something. And then there's that guy who says, Hum dikha denge baap hai, who we are assuming is the prime minister, though I'm not entirely sure, but uh, the consensus seems to be prime minister from whom I've spoken to. But apart from that, the, the establishment isn't really, um, and establishment, I mean political establishment, isn't really that central out here, which I thought was interesting because uh, that's quite a change from five years ago it's it's nearly all air force air force uh, military sacrifice patriotism very much geared towards the air force uh, in this yeah that uh, i mean you expect that from the trailer even when i think we watched it one of the rare trailers you couldn't avoid because <clears throat> if you're watching films in a theater for the last few weeks and uh, tough to get through, obviously, because a lot of dialogue in that trailer, a lot of uh, usual anti-Pakistan bashing, but no subtlety because dialogue by, again, Hussein Dalal and Abbas Dalal, uh, probably the worst dialogue writers going around right now in Hindi cinema. And there are ups and downs, I have to say, because Fazi was pretty good and Hussein was responsible for that also. But uh, the first thing that struck me while watching the film is obviously Siddharth Anand, um, Last couple of years with war and with Pathan, obviously he's been praised, say critically and commercially uh, a, a bit uh, for um, very interesting politics in these films and how he sort of weaves it into uh, the superstar that's starring in the film, the whole meta Shah Rukh Khan and Hrithik Roshan thing that he did. Um, and you could say it was also sort of very mild anti-establishment in a way, those two action films. Or sort of mild, uh, uh, I mean, uh, slightly left of uh, center. But uh, you'd say with this film, and it came as a surprise with the trailer also to a lot of us who've been liking his films over the last couple of years that uh, as soon as the general elections are around the corner, and of course with his frequent collaborator, Rithik, uh, they've totally, um, I mean, it's just another cog in the wheel so um that was for me and the first film out of yrf also for a long yeah. time which yeah. actually says a lot because you know uh, say what you will about yrf films um they've all, always sort of embrace some 
sort of secularity in their narratives, uh, very old school in their thinking. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of Pakistan bashing in the narratives. And if they have to make a statement they about the India we are in, um, it's always far more subtle than other films. So, um, and they've done that consistently. And you attribute that to, you know, Yash Chopra and the sort of legacy he's, he's, he's responsible for. Uh, but this is out of YRF. And um, obviously, new productions, um, new collaborators, um, new writers as well. No Abbas Tairwala for dialogue, which shows. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, that whatever we knew Siddharth Anand to be doing in the last couple of years has been totally um, reversed with this film. And uh, I, it shouldn't come as a surprise technically because we know uh, how modern filmmakers operate. But this was particularly tasteless even for even for the kind of films that... Because they're clearly trying to use the Uri formula, make a slick sort of propaganda yeah. movie uh, so that, you know, uh, so that people can't really... Um, I mean, they so that they are fairly conflicted about how good the craft is and how problematic the messaging is. And, yeah. um, and that... Uh, it I have to say, I hate saying it, but, you know, Uri was better. Uh, it was better and it was tonally uh, I, I would say also uh, quite different from this in ways that are interesting you know I just one more thing though I just I, at the screenplay of, of fighters written by uh, one uh, Ramon Chib mm. who uh, served in the armed forces and whose uh, father served in the air force so I think uh, that was also like a key collaboration I guess out there mm. Uh, but yeah, as you pointed out, uh, yeah, you can feel the 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 missing uh, YRF uh, sort of restraining hand uh, in a weird way, and it seems weird to say that about YRF because <laughs> they have plenty of cartoon villains who are Pakistani, but uh, you know they also have Zoya and Rubai. And, you know, a, a whole bunch of little gestures that you don't find in other uh, Hindi mainstream films now, Hindi mainstream action films in particular. Um, yeah, so it, it is very different. This one, uh, Fighter, is is produced by Viacom 18 and by uh, Anand's own uh, Marflix pictures. So, yeah, it's kind of, you get a sense also that it's not always, you know, the director's voice and a lot of it is like the kind of politics that the studio will want you to have in your film and you can only have like, because in other ways, it is a Siddharth Anand film. Uh, mm. You know, you do feel that. It's just, um, you know, the 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 politics of it are definitely, uh, you know, changed from what we saw in, in war and definitely in <clears throat> Um, a word about, I mean, what you thought, because Siddharth Anand has a very interesting way of looking at Hrithik Roshan, if you can call it that. Um, and he did that with war, and that was more or less the start of Hrithik's second innings, <clears throat> second coming almost as this sort of uh, middle-aged action superstar, which a lot of people embraced. Um, and uh, there's that, that physicality to him that Siddharth Anand has obviously... Uh, triggered off but in this film it, it begins like that you know there, there are sort of shades of how we saw him in war with he you know him given a couple of entry shots here uh, though it's interesting that Deepika's character was given the first entry <laughs> shot in this film and then she disappears for most of the film uh, or she barely has anything to do basically uh, but uh, yeah I, I found it interesting because you know Ritik starts the way we expected him to start uh, as this sort of Tom Cruise-ish character enigmatic, uh, the, the camera sort of focusing on his naked six-pack abs uh, during the title credits, was introducing him as a model. Um, but then after that, it's... Um, I saw shades of Rithik of old, and that's not a good thing. Like the Rithik in the romantic films in the 2000s, where, you know, right? there was one, one <laughs> after another, especially in the emotional scenes, the way he overdoes yes. those nostrils and his eyes and his face, and that quivering lip thing that he did... Uh, for all those films, uh, all those flops in the 2000s, um, you saw shades of that year and you could obviously see that because of the politics of this film, because of how uh, <clears throat> the film was written and designed to put India at the forefront and sort of 
just glorify uh, the country at any cost and you know just like show pakistan to be what all hindi films think they are uh, it just felt like then rithik was almost stripped of his um, his new agency that he has in films these days and uh, he he was just told to and because the second half was pretty unbelievable in that sense because there were like one emotional scene after another uh, and I, when i saw the face of ashutosh rana i was very happy because i thought they'd sort of riff on that war little uh, <coughs> homoeroticism that they have between them but uh, there was no such thing and uh, sure it's 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 not fair to compare with that but uh, the that entire fun of seeing rithik roshan in his new avatar was absolutely taken away by the jingoism in this film that was a a big part of why his um post war innings kind of has has had the impact that it's had and like even building up to it he was kind of uh, he he'd found this uh, sort of restraint uh which was weird because you'd seen like 20 years of rithik roshan trying too hard uh, even in his best films he's always trying 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 you can always see the effort and uh, then suddenly in war he just seemed to let go and be like a star and be like relaxed on screen and it was amazing and i think that carried through in vikram vedha and out here you can see the effort come back especially in the second half of the film as you pointed out and uh, yeah uh, it uh, not a great sign uh, so hopefully uh, that gets reversed with whatever's coming next uh, i uh, do you want to just uh, speak a little bit of uh, what happens in the second half why it gets convoluted uh, and um, uh, you know where it takes the film because until the first half it's still feeling like recognizably like a siddharth anand film in the yeah. sense that uh, you know it's 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 kind of fun it's a little silly a uh, little sort of uh, casually sexy uh, that kind of film and yeah. uh, it sort of changes tone then after that yeah so actually in the first half i thought that was pretty much the film right like that was yeah. basically the adaptation of what happened uh or that was the indian version of that what happened you're taking pulwama you're taking balakot and you're giving it the indian spin on things and um <clears throat> i mean it's a disputed event like uh, most events are in the last 10 years and uh, siddharth anand does what siddharth anand did and uh, there's a pre interval dog fight that was actually pretty fun uh in the air which you know with this india pakistan crossing loc uh and uh, <clears throat> two of the two of uh, party's colleagues uh, going down and being taken captive um on the other side of the border so i mean till then that's where i thought that would come way like 70 or 80% into the film right. but that came like pre interval and i was wondering where they would go from now because it has to be entirely fiction after this obviously so um it was weird because that en- the energy that they built up to sort of disappeared in the next half an hour after the interval because you you are basically sending patty who's obviously rithik on this uh, he goes he finally gets suspended he should have got suspended long back but we'll take it and uh, he um, he's been demoted to the flight instructor position in hyderabad you have this unnecessary hyderabad sort of bit where he is you know training young pilot saving one from landing badly and you know just feeling sad in general and the funny part is when you're following when the film follows party after the interval it's almost like everything that was happening at the shrinagar base that team building all the camaraderie and uh, everything that's happening on the other side of the border the news it's all just receded into the background and all the film cares about is where this guy is and um, there's no sense of dipika padukone that she ever existed in the film then and uh, it's just about party feeling guilt and feeling like failure and and sort of going through one emotional scene after another and the weirdest scene was when he was going back to jammu to meet his father and he asked for a, a extra seat on the flight and he, there's ashutosh rana's cameo comes here and uh, as it turns out they turn out to be the parents of tipika's character who have disowned her for wanting to be an air force pilot as a woman and uh, rithik recognizes that party recognizes that and gives the manager to give a very not very sort of sarcastic monologue to uh, to these uh, to this old couple and um, 
there are a lot of tears in that scene and that's where you realize that the rithik of old is unfortunately coming back and uh, uh, i think kishita and me noticed that the mother is the 12th fail mother yeah 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 and it clicked for me like about uh, uh, half a minute into the screen like where did i see her where did i see her crying yeah. crying yes i saw as her soon, crying somewhere. as soon as you realized she was crying you saw you realized she was in <laughs> because she was crying for most of that film for the second half as well and you and i mean to be fair she's a good crier at least as a mother she's, she's, uh, she's absolutely fine she is not yeah. the problem with the screen but man the writing is uh, just i amazing. mean it really pulls out all the stops because this yeah. guy is just lecturing a strange couple he's never met in his life and the, and funnily enough ashutosh ana given the face he has he's keeping quiet he's not yeah. saying anything and he's just like <laughs> okay here's your receipt go on to the flight he's actually letting him do what he came to do after uh, given the face he has <laughs> <laughs> that is that that was quite amusing because it was so clearly the film biding time and not knowing where to go not knowing what to do so let's mm-hmm. just create something really emotional put a bunch of good actors in it and maybe the audience will go with it so of course that's not the end of it because the parents do have a scene with their long estranged daughter later on okay, that's even worse except just you know cries so well but even then it's such a bad scene yeah even though she's such a good crier it just like you could quite obviously see through the film so you just really couldn't take that scene seriously and that was like one of her two moments in the whole film so after that party goes back and you know, raghavan uh, shridhar raghavan and uh, bastair wala would have killed those scenes yeah, yeah. they would have made it shorter they would have like gotten one or two like lines that would have just knocked the audience out it would have been great they you know they they just murdered those scenes. they're so good at these like little like you know smaller scenes within these action bits and out here it's just like you can it's so obvious what is happening like from, from both the scenes like you can tell that they're her parents and then you can tell that they're going to turn up at some point and give this huge like mm. oh man ah not good anyways my no self awareness or sense of humor right like what sort of shridhar raghavan got with his screenplay in the last couple of films um it's 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 just too straight faced and it doesn't realize that they can actually be um they can actually be a satire of themselves at times which is what siddharth anand has been good at doing in the last couple of years but uh, that that's where the second half goes it goes into such self serious territory it's hard to really uh, it's really hard to take seriously and and uh, you see party just deciding to put in his papers but then also sauntering back onto the efforts base like you know he hasn't resigned and uh, in civilian clothes almost not never really in his uniform Uh, going back hanging around like you know ha- the way he was hanging around reminded me of vikrant mas's character in 12 fail the way he is hanging around outside tuition classes uh you know hoping to get a shot uh, like sort of a striver and um, the only difference is this is the indian air force and uh, he's just he's attending briefings like it would have been briefing they revealed that you know he's like a double agent or something and working with uh, pakistan because mm. that's great because he's just allowed to be around there when he's not even a part of the air force it's amazing yeah i think we should, uh, this is mm. i mean we've given away quite a bit of the film yeah. but i'm assuming people are listening to this after they've watched it one more thing i think we should give away that we haven't uh, talked about how um, patty is uh, haunted by the death of his fiance okay. uh, who was a chopper pilot uh, in in uh, in battle and um, we don't know the circumstances mm. those are revealed later but we know that Uh, he is, uh, you know, he's. He, it it sort of turns up uh, in his head, and it's very like goose goose's death haunting Maverick yeah. in uh, in in Maverick. And uh, I mean, that's not even that's. Uh, I mean, it's not even. Uh, I think debatable. Like that that is the inspiration for it. Uh, but uh, uh, the uh, the the twist that kind of comes in the second half, and I thought this was really half-hearted on the part of the film, is that you know the Anil Kapoor uh, captain uh, Rocky, uh, he has problems with Patty like from the minute he uh, sees him, and we don't quite know, but we assume it's because you know Patty is like 
arrogant and cocky and he puts his uh, puts challenges above the team and and stuff like that very maverick kind of things again uh, so but in in the second half it suddenly revealed like out of basically nowhere and to very very little uh, actual narrative like uh, output that uh, the the uh, patty's dead fiance is uh, anil kapoor's uh, was anil kapoor's uh, sister rocky's sister and uh, he, he reveals that in a scene with uh, mini uh, uh, rocky does and then that's kind of it that like it's like it, it really doesn't give anything after that like we don't feel these characters any better i was fine thinking that rocky was just hating patty because you know he's an idiot and you know he should be more careful and stuff like that mm-hmm. if why they had to kind of tie them with this and then you know bring that extra layer of uh, you know the 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 tom cruise miles teller relationship in uh, in maverick is kind of beyond me i i didn't see the use of it no so wait uh, you are saying that you did not know from the beginning that the flashbacks of uh, of uh, <laughs> nena was i mean no i didn't nena- i about so, attention to detail man like it was nena jaising and this guy oh, did he, so was his uh, i didn't pay attention to his name at all i just uh, yeah, I, i just saw it on his uniform it was rakesh jaising and oh, okay. nena jaising like, and I, i'm like I, yeah okay. so i have no uh, yeah i obviously wasn't paying attention so <laughs> <laughs> no you're uh, happy you could see it in 2d again that's fine yeah is like uh, i can't even blame it on the 3d i di- i didn't see the jaising i i kind of noted the rakesh and that was about it yeah, yeah so no no that- it was very obvious for like at least us uh, watching the film that uh, the only thing the only i could call it a twist because we thought that nena was anil kapoor's daughter because that is age appropriate could have been yeah uh, have and been. then i was shocked when i found out she was uh, the sister and i was like okay that's a twist enough because we guess that they are related at least twist uh, or not is it useful like w- w- what's uh, what does it give to the film it basically nothing yeah basically nothing because uh, you think that that entire sort of um, mentor sort of thing being uh, pissed off with like this very arrogant uh, individualistic uh, protege would be enough but no the uh, they didn't really use it because it's obvious that uh, rocky blames uh, patty for what happened and of course he says it out aloud in the second half and explains that i was wrong all along and look at you you're so great you still went about doing your job and being so great um but uh, yeah they don't really follow up with that but if you did know from the beginning that they were related i mean sure the resentment makes sense because you know anil kapoor is playing it so straight faced and so monotone monotonous uh, compared to his other roles that it's it's really hard to um, yeah it, it it could have done without any information apart from that but this is a bollywood film i'll give it that it's fine yeah um what did you i mean there there are degrees and degrees but uh, the um, the the way pakistan is shown in this is uh, kind of uh, nuts um it's um, <laughs> frankly even i don't think gadar 2 was as no, i was going to say gadar 2 because it's really a very posh gadar 2 in that sense even gadar 2 showed like you know a handful of nice civilians out there who are being persecuted by the pakistani state and all that but at least they are good pakistanis yeah. i don't think fighter uh assumes that there is a single person who is you know <laughs> worthy of respect all the way from uh, any part of kashmir uh, to the end of uh, northern end of pakistan <laughs> yeah I, i found it amusing because every time they ended up insulting pakistan or the isi who they show as clowns and you know the jaish outfit but it just um, and then you know then party just like puts it as a small little half hearted disclaimer saying listen my problem is not with the people it's with you guys and then they go about saying things like you know india occupied pakistan and like we are the owners of kashmir we are the maliks and this and that so uh, it's funny because he is giving that whole monologue while beating the hell out of this think, like uh, beefy jayesh fighter yeah that's some multitasking because he manages to be very eloquent about what jay hind means while punching the guy uh, while he's out of breath and um, manages to just throw in 
uh, you know the dalal brothers famous in famous dialogue uh, in between and end with india occupied pakistan which is probably the most tastiest thing i've heard in the last 10 years and that's saying a lot because we've heard a lot um, <laughs> especially with you know bigger films becoming more and more bigoted uh, this was uh, this pretty much uh, i mean few words about the villain because your tweet was really funny <laughs> <laughs> he does he looks a bit like not a bit he looks a lot like luke kenny uh in the early 90s uh which was the period when you know channel v mtv just started out in india and luke kenny was a vj and i used to watch it like as much as i could like all day long they used to be just i mean that was great and uh, yeah he looks a bit like him uh, except like that he's gone to the gym for a year straight <laughs> it's a weird character in the sense that he is so competent that he can just waltz into rooms where there are pakistani i'm assuming generals or like uh, defense ministers or whatever and they're like oh sir sir is here and all that and you know he will tell us what we will do and you know we are useless jayesh is everything so it's uh, it's definitely a cartoon villain of sorts and it he he kind of um, uh becomes like two faced by the end because one of his eyes gets reddened so he's like with a red eye and i don't know uh, i don't know whether they're just uh, you know trying to play on the pakistani ace pilot being called red nose but you know that's that was his call name i enjoyed their dog fights a lot Uh, i wish they hadn't done the the um, the the given red nose all that like uh, coal around his eyes like you know and uh, make him so obviously muslim uh, but uh, it's just ridiculous i mean uh, but uh, i i if you take that out i did like their kind of sarcastic back and forth between patty and and red nose in the air those were i think the the f- most fun bits of the film for me Yeah I guess so I mean as I said I, th- I felt like that was a lot like the moka moka ads which was just was nice with very siddhat anand thing to do also uh, yeah. but uh, but yeah apart from that like the cartoon villain and the ending was uncharacteristically sort of chaotic and incoherent um, for isn't siddhat uh, sorry isn't siddhat uh, siddhat anand going to make a rambo film wasn't wasn't he sort of supposed to make a rambo film at some point with the uh, tiger shroff or something was that him was that someone else i been... have no idea but i i put my bet on him uh, if he this, has to this one really looked like the ending skirmish looked very ramboish it did uh, it did it also felt like they had just given up and said you know screw everything we're just going to go into pakistan and uh do things that give us an excuse to say very questionable things uh and yeah, that skirmish in the end was surprisingly weak and silly like compared to the action we've seen in say pathan uh which you know as uh, and in war as you put it was silly smart and at least fun to watch in parts uh the fighter in the end even technically sort of collapsed um because a lot of the air skirmishes were fine Uh, at least for, as far as hindi cinema is concerned could be as good as it gets and given that we are generation that grew up on top gun and especially top gun maverick a couple of years ago uh, we saw what is possible in terms of filmmaking in terms of pure kinetic energy uh, it, it's yeah it, it, it's fine but but that last uh, 15 to 20 minutes where patty just shows up uh after sort of ejecting from the plane and somehow managing to show up and save his colleagues uh, where they are uh, from the main villain it's just a bit like it felt like they had nowhere else to go and they just decided to uh, drop any not like they were ever being subtle but even drop that and uh, just make it a very conventional actioner so it, it, that was disappointing at least as far as the genre is concerned Yeah, I yeah, I, I kind of agree uh, but I also do agree with you that uh, I I thought the aerial stuff was done pretty well. Mm. Uh, actually, I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised given that Pathan which I liked very much the parts where it goes in the air are terrible. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's, yeah. so I was like if that's what he does with aerial stuff I, I was really worried. 
but uh, apart from like a few moments where a missile is like barely missing the plane in slow mo and you know you can that's a yeah. bit too much but uh, the other stuff i thought was fairly well done but um, yeah i think they just wanted to get down to the ground and do like a like a proper crunching action sequence uh, you know they they weren't going to let this film go without having one of those uh, though it gets like really chaotic by the end mm. so a little weird but uh, yeah i um, uh, i was uh, one thing i did like is and one thing that's carried forward from the yrf films is that siddharth anand has brought uh brought his music team over and yeah. uh, vishal shekhar contributing like i think fairly uh, catchy but maybe not very lasting stuff songs but uh, sanjit and ankit balhara yeah. i i really like their scores man they yeah. they are so catchy yeah. and it's like they just they just do like two or maybe three scores per film like small little one minute bits and then they just repeat it ad nauseum but they are fantastic like they are just so catchy yeah and he's been doing this since bang bang right like this yeah. this yeah, uh, almost absolutely. an electronic score that he keeps using very western very nothing to do with like the way we make background music here and uh, and that and he did it in pathan also so well like even the placement of it and and no qualms like giving english lyrics to it making it sound like a bad hollywood song or a bad like pop song uh and and the way, yeah i've i've always been a fan of at least the way he has sort of scored a lot of the action sequences the entry sequences and he's done it in all his action films so that is true like i agree about uh, you know how catchy that can be in terms of what we are watching on screen and uh, i'd have to give that to you know siddharth anand because uh, a lot of the other filmmakers who are good at action or making action films uh, they tend to go a little um, nuts with uh, not knowing how to sort of first of all compose the background score and secondly where to place it and this guy is it it feels like a party anthem is playing throughout right like with the yeah. violence unfolding and that's uh, that can get catchy and that also tells us how to think of the film yeah, um, yeah. while we are watching it or how to treat a siddharth anand film that you know don't take it too seriously but also enjoy yourself and that's where he felt short with this film because it's hard to not take it seriously with the kind of shit it was saying um uh, towards the end and it it got a little too um too in your face and that's not something we associate him with yeah that's another difference and this brings us back to something we'd mentioned at the start which was uri uh, the film um uh, which uh, to its credit uh did not seem to suggest that the army is like this uh, is this great uh, you know place where you'll enjoy yourself but also go on these missions and become mm. like this great patriot and stuff like that is it's which uh, uh, i almost said top gun which fighter is uh, uh, definitely doing uh, he was like he was kind of gloomy and almost depressing yeah uh, like you especially when you see his home life like he's he gets no pleasure out of being what he in in what he is it's just like everything is tension and his his life is kind of very uh, you know it's very regimented and it's very clipped and everything is just you know his job and it's it's not a very happy kind of atmosphere out here things are um, fighter things are quite different now is uh, I was just thinking of that uh, in in contrast to this and also that you know in in uh, in 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 uri the just the you know the way things are done is everything is is very kind of clipped it's very um, it's very efficient and in fighter you have this looseness uh, which i guess you know obviously comes from the change in director but it's also funny how it takes like some of the things of uri like ghar mein ghuske marenge and you know how's the josh and it makes them jokes out here like they become like they they become like punchlines out here and it's just funny to see how over time something that was taken very seriously and which sort of electrified the public can become like a you know just get absorbed into the culture and and become like uh, like almost like a punchline uh yeah. five years later 
yeah that's a that's a good point and you know the, you're right about the fact that it makes this life not i mean aspirational in a very weird sense like in in that you know it's it's like a college hostel life and it's going to be fun and you can just go anywhere walk in anywhere drink and eat anywhere and you know crack jokes and be friends and flying is incidental we are all good at it uh it's that kind of thing and it's fine you know like you want to lighten up things with you know the, the directors decent at doing that uh, but uh, but yeah it, it just didn't go with the sort of theme they chose and then with the sort of outfit they chose and uh, and yeah that's a fair point about uri as well can't believe we are praising uri so much after 5 years but uh, <laughs> take it with a pinch of salt uh, that's not to say it was a great film um, what do you think about like the only i mean you we've seen films like this in the last couple of years and by that i don't mean politically i mean um in the sense of these uh, these little silly actioners that can be fun and uh, what do you think is the difference between how we process something like jawan or pathan which were equally silly in terms of plot and like uh, uh, you know in, in terms of whatever faults we are finding with this film with the air force we could have easily found with uh, those films as well and uh, and they are supposed to be like that and they are supposed to be silly and of course the filmmakers will say it's fiction just enjoy it for what it is and what not but why do you think this film is a little different from you know how we process it huh, i so it's i mean there's there's also jawan and pathan they that it would be different discussions because they are also after different things Mm-hmm. uh but uh, i i don't know i think there is just something that you you kind of get the like there's the details of what a film is doing and then you just kind of feel something about a film's tone mm-hmm. uh and you know its intentions and uh, it just something in fighters intentions feels like you know yeah kind of turned me off Mm. you could just sense it through the film that you know this is uh, a film that has like a very narrow minded establishment kind of viewpoint and it's obviously no uh, uh, no uh, coincidence that it's being released in january 2024 mm. and we are going to see films that are a lot more blatant uh, about the things uh, you know uh, about the things that fighter is yeah. hinting at in the next couple of months but fighter is a huge film so yeah. it's it it reaches everyone basically and everyone's going to kind of see it uh, and um, so it it might actually be more impactful even though it's not going to be as maybe as virulent as some of the films coming up but uh, it will certainly like even with the reach that it has i think it's going to i mean the impact will be there and uh, it's just i don't know i what did you were you kind of uh, happy about the way film was uh, going maybe halfway through and then you turned off it or was it uh, you know no oh, no it was as you know it was as you said right from the beginning like there's a integrity problem and you sense it you can't define it really of course you sense it from the trailer but you'd like to believe a film is more than its trailer and uh, i i guess that is the difference that tone and the intent and the integrity uh, which is basically uh, it's 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 hard to really pinpoint because every scene is sort of infused with that and every dialogue is infused with that um and it's i guess that's the thing about even pathan or jawan or what, those films that did really well um and start sharuk I, i guess both of the protagonists or the heroes of those films were also in their own ways anti establishment figures which was really harking back to the 70s and 80s right like uh, yeah. and because even pathan was you know even the indian government was uh, i mean he was a freelancer in that film he was a rebel and uh, even if he didn't know his religion or they didn't want to show us show it to us uh, we knew that uh, he didn't really go by he, he didn't really consider them in any sort of highlight and uh, ditto for jawan because the entire film is going after what india stands for and trying to improve what it is so uh, i guess here that sort of unquestionable way 
of um, forgetting the establishment and just going with uh, finding an external enemy i think that that is an integrity problem and whether we like it or not everything is political you want to call it politics call it that but it it is uh, down to what the filmmakers want to say and what they don't want to say mm-hmm. and what they don't want to question and i think films like pathan and gadar to uh, to a lesser extent uh, they i think they propagate a certain view that uh, does not really do justice to the craft of sort of or to the art of filmmaking itself so i think that's what stands out because i think these action films mostly are built on a lot of successful action films are built on heroes and protagonists who are who have no qualms questioning the establishment no qualms questioning the environment they're in and do, they are disillusioned by where they are so they go about things a certain way you see any of the great action films over the years that's the case but uh, i think uh, this one is very much uh, such a blinding tribute to what it wants to be that it 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 has very little character of its own yeah and when you're writing for sharuk you know there is a difference like yeah. you know drithik is you know for all his success a blander figure you can project mostly what you want onto him there are moments in the second half where it's almost like a john abraham patriotic thing by the time he says iop it's like something out of a john abraham film or like a vidyut jambal film like it's it's not it's it's beneath rithik roshan to say things like that i think in a film but uh, it's because it's just so stupid but uh, it it gets there i i i missed uh, you know rakesh jaising but i did notice uh, uh, something right at the start of the film which is that the review committee of the defense ministry is uh, is thanked uh, pre credits in this film which just amused me so much because it's like you know it's like i were already being censored and <laughs> then on top of that you have to go through this army uh committee and then you're thanking them in the thing is just it's it's just the level of compromise yeah which is there for any film on the armed forces in india is madness i don't know if people are aware how much you have to get permissions and things i mean even i am probably no i am not aware of of things in practice but at least in theory i have an idea and it's it's crazy i mean you have obviously you need to take like an noc from them at the start then you need to obviously you uh, if you want to use their personnel and stuff and their expertise and hire people and hire equipment then you need their help for that and then at the end you have to give your film to a review committee and then they can suggest um they can suggest uh, uh, changes to it and then of course when it passes to the normal censor committee also there is a, a there is a clause wherein if the censor board feels that they need to call in outside experts they can probably call in more uh, army people and uh, military personnel there to judge the film and all that's the chance of making anything even slightly like you know uh, not even critical but even balanced on the military in india is almost impossible which is why we get the kind of films that we do out here now if everyone's thinking that they're overpraising and all there is a i mean there is a lot of reason for all this so uh, i mean that that should be in your mind whenever you're watching a film on the military but i'm just saying that you know let's assume that all of it is fine and and everything it just gets boring right like yeah. we've, we've seen it so much now for like the past 5 6 years just like endless praise and it's it's just, it sounds crazy it sounds like we're living in a kind of totalitarian place so you yeah. have to praise the the military incessantly otherwise something terrible will happen which is not the case i'm hoping yeah and it's not just incessant praise it's praise at the cost of something else so that you know that has to heighten the praise you know india can be good only if pakistan can be bad and that's how we know india is even better because they are the bigger country apparently uh, and they have sort of sympathy but uh, yeah the, i'm glad you touched upon the technicalities of that because a lot of people don't know including me 
and uh, it's a very long process and that's why even now if you're going to see more action films say starring sharukh or starring any of um, anyone who wants to do something different they have nothing to do with the military they'll always be rebels they'll always be like these 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 foreign super agents who have no national identity taking on like different countries and all and that's why people always sort of walk on eggshells when they mention their uh where they are from in these films whether the villain or the hero um it's one, uh, one interesting thing is that jawan goes after everything it goes after yeah. politicians goes after business goes after just about any corrupt doctors matlab kisi ko nahi chhoda but the army is still yeah uh, out of their reach they they were like you know faulty whatever faulty equipment but that's uh, that's totally the supplier's fault army that's is absolutely impeccable above reproach yeah, even jawan which went after just about anything could not say yeah. a thing against the army yeah that was the biggest false note right like at least for me in uh, because i know you didn't but uh, yeah the the way the army was sort of represented there also said a lot about uh, about the kind of films you are allowed to make right now at least regarding the military um yeah uh, is there anything else we'd like to discuss uh no i'm uh, i think that's pretty much it i'd like to see siddharth anand come back to this fivers uh but uh, yeah i mean look the guy makes entertaining films and and he really does have a hold on on a kind of hindi action film that uh, pretty much only he is doing so i mean i i do want to see like a yeah. lot of films from him but uh, yeah maybe back in the wire fold yeah exactly that I, it's not such a bad fold to be in if you're making action films and uh, this is i mean in on a technical level standards have been days but yeah i, I hope he sort of veers back onto course depending on the kind of uh, producers he works with over the next few years uh, but yeah i mean i wouldn't want to see more of this rithik roshan i hope that's the end of that but uh, given that the virus five universe is being sort of extended i'm hoping to see more of that now then uh, a solitary fighter so um, yeah so i think that's about it and uh, thank you for listening do write into us on twitter or email us or wherever you think and uh, you know give your opinions about fighter if you watched it if not uh, give us suggestions uh, what to talk about there is not a lot of releases over the next couple of weeks or month or so but we will find things to talk about uh, i um, and thanks for listening and see you soon